It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download today using code PHNX. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. It's just that easy. Pack therapy <laughs> for the... And Craig's here again in studio. Is this the ninth or the tenth time? Back-to-back Craig Morgan shows. I'm not used to being here at night. I know. This is different. It is different. We're usually, Lee and I are usually drinking by now. Well, instead of drinks, we brought um, our leftover Halloween candy. So what does everyone want? I'm a Kit Kat gal myself. You're a Reese's guy. I am a Reese's guy, so PD, what do you feel? Well, I'm going to hold off. I've had, that's all I've been doing since we got here. Well, you should have known that we were going to have to eat our colors here. You See? knew we were going to have to eat our feelings in Halloween candy. We are, and we are going to get, we're going to get into our Halloween stories later because <laughs> yeah, we can really only talk about the coyotes yeah. losing. I'm actually, later. Gonna, I'm going to be skipping out very soon, you know, probably oh. taking down a light or two as I go out to do the interviews. <laughs> Aaron's you're not coming back? Aaron's looking at me like, you better not do that. Are you not coming back? No, he's uh, coming back. We'll see. We'll it see how I feel how after the post-game feels. interviews. Yeah, we want to wrap with your Halloween stories with a bunch of teenagers oh, yeah. at oh, a haunted yeah. house. No, he'll be yeah. back. He'll, he's going to go get information from the... Shout out to Greg Dillard. I'll be getting a phone call from him shortly, and then we'll do the post-game interviews. Is Greg interviews. on the road on this one? Greg is on the road they, for the Rich didn't take the 10 days for five cities? Yeah, you're shopping that, right? Shout out to Rich at home right now. smart man. Yeah. Oh, man. So the Coyotes drop another one. Three nothing. Yeah. In it to the last minute again, they just can't score. They just can't score. We talked about it early, <laughs> though. We said if they could find some offense, and this is a team. I don't if you read my keys to the game, Craig, but I did say whoever scores first. Because you do keys to the game? I did. Oh, okay. So Philly is hasn't won a game when they gave up the first goal. And one minute in, the very first shift, Clayton Keller, right in front of the net, passes the puck. Mm. They shoot the puck. Mm. Like This team has not tasted enough offensive success that they need to pass up shots from inside the dots. I, I just, I don't understand it. Not that that's the difference in the game, because actually, offensively, they looked good through... They three. created chances, they did. Yeah, like, The shots I, were even. I'm now talking with my mouth. No, it's okay. You know, going back to the Natty Hattie, this is the one problem I had with the Natty Hattie. Luke Lipinski and Jamie Eisner didn't allow me to... Talk into the mic when I had food in my mouth. Seriously. And that bothered me. So, <laughs> you should you know, for everyone who has a phobia I feel free of now. chewing, I'm so I feel free sorry. Now. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Anyway, the shots were even almost the whole game after two periods. No, they they were, honestly look good. Yeah, they were tied in shots. I even turned to Craig in the first. I said, wow, like 11 shots on goal so far in that period at the time. It was just refreshing to see some offensive opportunity. But like we said when we tweeted out PD's keys to the game earlier, 
people were saying shots on net and someone was very adamant no we need shots in net and people were like no no just shots on net but like that one person they call those goals yeah shots in net and the coyotes just haven't had many well let's let's throw up that stat shall we they have 13 goals in 10 games yeah Yeah. that's just not gonna cut Mm -hmm. it which puts them 32nd in goals for goals against yeah power play penalty Mm. kill if you're last in everything, you're not. The PK win. has improved significantly in it recent has. games. Yeah, it really has. But it's they can't still, score. It's still they just last. can't score. Or coming into this game, it was still last in the league. Yeah. Um, their power play. This is all before this game. Thirty-first power play. Thirty-second penalty kill. Thirty-second goals for. Thirty-second goals against. Their one stat category: face-off percentage, twenty-seventh. There so you we'll go. Take the, Small yeah, victories. small victories. I I don't know what they're gonna do offensively when you're you're this offensively challenged. Um, you 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 have to throw more pucks at the net. I mean, everything has to be. I mean, everything has to be a shot on net, and everything converges at the net. You simplify everything offensively. As soon as we get over the blue line, everybody knows the puck's going to the net. There's yeah. no plays down low. We're not going behind the net. We're not gonna ring pucks around the wall. Puck's going to the net, and everybody's going to go there. Because honestly, and I'll see you later. That's the only way this team is going to score, is if they can get those scrums in front of the net, and we can get the puck delivered there. And one thing that I thought was a positive, and I better get the new stat, uh, Jacob Chikrin. Jacob Chikrin had six shots on goal tonight. And so this, for him, he needs to get going. He We had him, I, I think it might have been you, Leah, that had him picked to be one of the offensive leaders. Of I think this I team. had him were for leading points. points. Yeah. And he's been held off the score sheet through 10. He needs to get his offense going and he does it by shooting. And we just talked about shooting. That's what you need to do. You need to shoot the puck. And so with him with six shots uh, and none were blocked, it's common. Like let's hope it comes in the next game. Yeah, you hope so, because to see him struggling this season like he has been, I mean, he has zero points in nine games. Was this the ninth game? or the this tenth? Was tenth. So zero points in ten games. Yeah. I mean... you. you there's no way at DraftKings Sportsbook.com you'd have taken that. There's no way. No. Jacob Trickman scoreless no, through This 10? is somebody who was in the... Led the NHL in goals by defensemen. For Norris last yeah. year. So, Makes I mean, no sense. I know he's not necessarily... The team, it's not like the team is putting up offensive numbers and he's just not getting on the score sheet. It's just, there's nothing. Yeah, and the other thing, too, that's really disappointing. If you're not going to score, this team cannot make defensive mistakes. And you look at the goal that they gave up, the one nothing goal. If you freeze frame, which we did in the office, if you freeze frame it when Philadelphia gets the puck over the red line, it's a two-on-five. And at that point, on a two flyers, five coyotes, there is no way that should have ended up in the back of their net. There is no way. There's so many mistakes to get from the red line to your net that creates a goal. It's not one guy. Labushkin can stop the play. Labushkin can stop the play at the blue line. He's one-on-one with the puck carrier. He can close that playoff, and it's over. But he didn't. Ladd, Larson through the middle of the ice, Soderstrom, has to recover for Labushkin's mistake, and all of a sudden there's a player left all alone in front of the net. This team cannot make defensive mistakes. They've shown it over and over again through 10 games. If they make a defensive mistake, it ends up costing them in the back of the net. It just does. And until they can stop those mistakes in their own end, they're not going to win. 
They need to score, but they can't stop the bleeding defensively, and they're going to have to do that. They have to play mistake-free hockey with this roster. And we looked at their next game at Anaheim as a team we think they can beat. Well, Anaheim just won their last game at home against Montreal. They're playing New Jersey tonight. They've got a good young team, and they're staying at home. The Coyotes are traveling literally across the country. I know. It's crazy. And I will say, though, besides the the couple mistakes we talked about, I do feel like in the last couple games, the Coyotes have tightened up their defense. And I think also Vimelka's play has really um, contributed to a lot of the fact that they're they're in close games. It's just, and we said it again and again, but they just, they have to score. And so... Sure, maybe they made zero mistakes in this game, but if they can't score a goal, they're not going to win. However, I guess that could get you to overtime and you can at least pull off yeah, points that right. way because right now, I mean, across 10 games, there's the Coyotes have one point and it only came from losing in a shootout. Is That that might be the only way this team is going to get points this year. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. Like The frustration level in that room must be at fever pitch right now. The players, the coaches have to be just frustrated beyond belief we're frustrated and we're sitting here watching on tv and i know you know the the craig's minions they're out there they're frustrated too but i can't imagine the feeling inside this room they want to win and right now there is nothing i don't know how they get out of the hole and i keep thinking it's going to be anaheim but is it i i i I don't know. Could it be Seattle? Seattle, but then you look at it. Seattle's going to get here a day ahead of time. They're going to be in Arizona waiting and resting. Arizona's going to be in Anaheim. That's a late flight. It's going to take them a while to get post-game. They won't get to bed again until 2 or 3, and then they play the next day. Again, it doesn't. the schedule just doesn't work well for them. Traveling from where they are, they're going to travel back home tonight. Again, in bed 3 in the morning tonight. Tomorrow's a day off. Great. You fly the next day to Anaheim. At least that's a short flight. Yeah, Versus again, though, they're still the going to have to skate. They're still tired. The second day after a trip like that is usually the worst. It's just, it's. I don't know what's going to happen here. I don't know if you jumble the lines up, you you in, in, inject new players into the lineup. Is there time for a call-up? Well, speaking of the lineup, let's talk about a few numbers for time on ice. So Christian Fisher ended the night with only 9 minutes, 14 seconds. Time on ice that we had were saying as we were watching that we were surprised by that that he wasn't getting more minutes. <sighs> yeah, I, you know Christian and I, I'm a big Christian Fisher work ethic supporter. I think he works incredibly hard when he's on the ice. He's a leader in that group in that room. And nine minutes of ice time is not much. I I I don't know. I I know he's not a guy that's that you're going to look to to lead your team in goals or assists. But having said that, he had a really nice goal in the last game. When does that get rewarded? I honestly don't know. I I, I don't know. I, I think it's time that you have to start looking at jumbling up the lines. I think you have to. Mm-hmm. I thought Chikrin Keller, Hayton, again, looked... Kraus Keller, Hayton? I mean, Kraus Keller, I'm sorry. That line, again, looked good. I'd keep them together, but I think it's time you have to start looking at making some changes to the way the lines are structured right now. I think so. True. And another um, thing in this game that was at least an improvement on the last two, still not great because it's not, but the Coyotes only took three penalties in the game versus the last two. They took five and six. On the flip side, they had no time on the power play. So they, and which is interesting because that was one of your keys of the game was yeah, that they advantage. needed to be out, take advantage of the power okay. play. So Philadelphia coming into this game was the most penalized team in the National Hockey League. Okay. They, 
average more penalties per game than any other team. For the Coyotes to come out here without getting a power play, the the way you get power plays is by outworking your opponent in the offensive zone. So they need to have the puck to begin with, and they need to have the puck for extended periods of time in the offensive zone, which create tired defensemen, def- defensive team, and that's when you take penalties. Or through speed, through the neutral zone where you're you're skating and that odd man rushes and someone's trailing the play, hooking, tripping, those kind of penalties. And the Coyotes didn't do either of those things tonight. You have to earn power plays. And I, I don't think the Coyotes did that either. Yeah. Well, one, you know, we talked about the last two games. It was very um, much a pattern where it was zero zero the whole game. It was a late third period goal. And then it was kind of all downhill from there. Um, similar tonight in the sense of just that same pattern. And speaking of deja vu, our DraftKings king of the game has stayed the same <laughs> consistently yeah, and all it, week. It's almost by default, isn't it? Yes. And our DraftKings king of the game is, once again, Karel Vimelka, a.k.a. Veggie. Veggie. Which, thank you if you all voted in our poll, and hopefully you also voted in the Arizona Coyotes Twitter poll. Remarkably the same poll. Remarkably the same poll minutes after mm. our poll. Um, mm. And I think Veggie was winning in both. But uh, yeah, I mean, Veggie is giving this team opportunities to win tonight. Um, he had 31 saves on 33 shots, a point. 939 save percentage um, at the end there because that last goal was an empty net goal. But, I mean, I think Craig was looking at it just before the game ended, and he has the chance after tonight to go up into the top 15 in the league for save percentage, which is crazy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I don't think anyone work. saw this coming, but, you know, just he's been cons- the, the most consistent thing on the team. Maybe the only consistent thing besides the Coyotes' lack of offense. Yeah, and here's the fear again as I just am trying to read through stats here. Getting When you look at goals for per game, and I'm, I'm looking for their next game, Anaheim's still top 10. So am I right or am I wrong? Well, maybe I'm wrong. They're 12th. <laughs> They're 12th. But They're still, still respectable. It's, it's a team that's putting up yeah. numbers. They've got Troy Terry's putting up good numbers. Shattenkirk's one of the top defensemen in the league for points right now. It's a team that's scoring, especially at home. Now what? This team, we've said it since training camp, they're not going to win 5-4-6-5-4-3 games. They are going to win one nothing or 2-1. That's how this team is built. It's going to be from good defense to good defensive effort, strong goaltending, and they're going to get one on the power play. Or they're going to chip one in from a wrist shot from the point. They're not built to score four, five, six goals a game. They're just not. So, one, you're going to have to come up with a way to create power plays, stop the bleeding defensively, and come up with a goal from somebody somewhere. The next goal can come off somebody's head. It doesn't matter. Like, just get pucks to the net. The next goal in Anaheim, if it's an ugly goal, maybe that starts the floodgates opening. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but they have to... Pucks and people to the net should be the mantra for the next 48 hours. Yeah. It um, it took... Oh, my gosh. I literally... Like, the words were in my head. I know. <laughs> and then I looked at the comments, and I got distracted. Um, Veggie won in both polls substantially. There we go, Timothy. Thank you. Timothy and Andrew are back again. I know. So Andrew they're said... Here. Okay, so here. This will be I'm my, behind. This I'm, will be this my is, transition, because Andrew okay. always makes it easy for me. So Andrew said that the DraftKings took the Coyotes... <laughs> 
off the futures page on DraftKings. They did. <laughs> it's true. So because I was saying hammer, it was at sixty five points for the season, and I was going to hammer it. I I didn't. I mean, I I hit it, but not hard. Two days later, I go, I got to hit this hard, and it is gone. Look at that. And that just goes to show how on top of it the DraftKings sports I know. is. I remember what I was going to say before was that earlier in this, the first couple of weeks, it was like you wanted to probably bet the over in the Coyotes games the last week. You know, the under has probably been yeah. doing better. But either way, you can do any of the any of those bettings except for betting on the Coyotes future and point total because DraftKings is way too on top of it um, but you can do so on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and if you sign up using the code PHNX and bet $5 on any NFL team to win their game and they do you win $200 in free bets um, DraftKings is safe and secure and reliable super easy to use PD uses it daily, daily. Yeah. <laughs> by the way every game Veggie has started the Coyotes are under just just saying. Just a if little. Melka um, is starting. A little. They've been. They've been. On, they've taken the under on eight of the ten games they've played, and both games that they were over was games started by Carter Hutton. Well, just saying. Just saying. There's your little uh, DraftKings. DraftKings tip, tip of the week. Of the, t- tip of the week. That's a new segment that we're going to create. DraftKings tip of the week. Yeah, you'd think it, when we were starting going heavy on the overs, the Coyotes early, but now with Veggie and it's take the under because you know they're not going to score. Yeah. So that starts with zero. So you're good there, and you just Veggie just got to stop, give up five or less. Yeah. What? What? what do we miss something? Lawnmower 4.0. I know. Oh, RIP oh. Manscaped reads. I know Manscaped reads are no more. They they're dead like Halloween. They're gone. Yeah. They gone. Well, we're gonna we're gonna don't worry. There will be a compilation video coming soon of Petey's best reads. But anyway, back to DraftKings. Um, like I said, that code PHNX to bet $5 on any NFL team to win. And if they do, you get $200 in free bets on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. 21 and over, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Also on the subject of PHNX, on GoPHNX.com the other day, Craig published his story, the uh, Coyotes fan guide to Tanking. tanking irresponsible yeah. tank rooting um if you didn't catch that you can um become a member at gophnx.com and get access to all the stories behind the paywall all of craig's stories are on there as well great content across the board um that was a really a fun one because here we are 10 games in the coyotes are 09 and 1 and i mean the, the tank is on so if you want to <laughs> know more about how to do it the right way you can read Craig's story at gophnx.com. Um, and if you just want some like retail therapy, you can check out the PHNX locker. There's some amazing merchandise on there, Coyotes and all the other teams. You we're know. 10 games in and we're the only team where they are. The, the Coyotes the only team without a win. Chicago got their win in their last game. So the Coyotes now of the 32 teams in the league are winless. And in the chase for right... They're in first. I thought of a new um because oh, you, you know, okay, so it's like wrong for right or like yeah. it's gonna be all right. Um this season is a write off. Uh-huh. I like it. <laughs> you know, I'm just hashtag right off. Hashtag, hashtag right off. Just trying, Not bad. Just trying to keep it interesting. You know, well, another storyline from tonight, which was just 
didn't really have anything to do with the outcome of the game, but just always interesting. Um, Shane Gossespierre made his return to Philadelphia um, for the first time this season since he was traded over the summer. Um, and he spoke with um, the media earlier this morning to talk about what that's going to be like. This was before the game. So, Aaron, will you play that clip? A little different weather for sure, but uh, it's been cool. Um, obviously, being here for seven or eight years, it's, it's, it was awesome. But uh, you know, being somewhere else for the first time in my career is, you know, uh, you know, it's pretty cool. A lot of changes going on, and uh, you know, it's been fun. Five Rookie points. year, I scored my first NHL goal in this building. Um, won a national title in this building. <laughs> you know, this building's definitely special to me for sure. All right. So that was uh, Shane Gosper talking about um, returning to the building. And that is true that he won a national title in that building, too, which is. And he had some great cool. years. Yeah. There. He had some really yeah, good actually, years. In Philly. So, His numbers were. Yeah. Amazing. So he's four, fourth in franchise history in goals and fifth in points. I yeah, mean, that's amazing. And that's that's a storied franchise. It's not, you yeah. know, like a, a newish one. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Numbers seven. As a yeah. Seven seasons in Philadelphia. He was drafted 78th overall third round by the Flyers in 2012. So I'm sure that was emotional. He also said in that interview that he had a ton of his family and friends at the game. And I think his wife actually still lives in Philly and really flies to Arizona. <laughs> um, I don't know do that i might be here in the winter time but yeah right but anyway so it was uh andrew <laughs> yeah do, has he wears coyote swag to the grocery store interestingly enough no the only place i do wear my coyote swag is here and it was tucked away in my closet to be honest a lot of it didn't survive when i didn't survive a lot of it oh. might have found out new homes. But I kept a few things, thank goodness, because now I can wear it here. Yeah, exactly. But this is literally, Andrew, the only place I wear my Coyote swag. Nowhere outside of these doors do Under I Under that, wear. he's wearing Tucson. Yeah, I've got Tucson today. But he just never wears short sleeve because he's always freezing. It is cold And somehow I'm not always freezing. Um, I also saw another comment about the, I still want the there I am. There it is right there. The yeah. I am beer shirt. I want the I am beer. I also beer. want the I am beer shirt. I am beer. <laughs> if someone wants to make me an I am be sh beer <laughs> shirt, I will gladly <laughs> wear it on the show. I am beer. We had to, we had to, can I write this season off on my taxes? Well? That's something we have to ask. <laughs> Nay Na is asking uh, when Galley gets back in. We yeah, have to we'll ask, have to Craig. ask Craig when he gets back. Yeah, we have to ask Craig about the injury front there. Like, where where is Galchenyuk? Is he getting close? Capabianco hasn't um, played yet this year. Um, yeah, I, I wonder, you talk about lack of offense. Galchenyuk, that's what he's here for. Like, maybe? Like, And now you can start holding more guys more accountable because guys will be in and out of the lineup. I, I, I think that that's... That's something that needs to start happening. True. Um, Sammy asked, I am beer question mark. So missed it. Halloween yeah, show. Yeah, so our Halloween show on Sunday, uh, we all dressed up and Petey was wearing a hazmat suit to clean up the coyotes mess. Craig was wearing a werewolf mask? A ma some monster mask. I don't yeah. know. And I was wearing a beer hat and somebody didn't know what I was and asked what I was and I said, I am beer. <laughs> and it just kind of stuck and we all decided that I am beer should be the next PHNX shirt. So, you know, try we try to keep it light over here because yeah. what more can you do, you know? So now what? So again, <laughs> we, we talked about the same point at the beginning of the season. When is their first win? And we all thought, well, I mean, we, honestly, did I think they they wouldn't have a win by now? No, I thought one of these games they would come through with a win. I really, really did. Now, 
after this start and their lack of offensive output, I honestly don't know. You've got Detroit on the schedule, but Detroit's playing really well. All the teams we thought were going to yeah. not do well. because It's because we said it. Buffalo, Detroit, they're getting, at least they're getting some offense. Yeah. You know, Bertuzzi's been on fire. Yeah. So is that a win? Is that a guaranteed win? No, it's not. Seattle, it's a team that, you know, the, the new franchise, well, they're coming into Arizona. We'll get a win there. I, I, I'm well, not sure. It's they, funny because we came into the season and like, oh, the first two games are against Columbus and Buffalo. Maybe they can be 2-0. Yeah, 2-0. Like, no, no. Loss. And then the close games came to Washington and Carolina who are yeah. at the top of the league. Well, so even maybe, tonight. Yeah. And yeah. And this the scoreboard said 3 nothing. One of those was an empty net goal. It yeah. was close until, you know, the second half of the third period. So it's interesting that the Coyotes tend to play better against yeah teams. so i i don't know when that win is i don't i don't know yeah. and luckily craig is back to answer some of the <laughs> questions that we came up with during that craig break. is coming to us live and, and from the uh the interview, the interview room. room so so uh, he can give us the feedback of what's going on and i can eat and room. i can eat this other half of my kick yeah. you've been waiting on that the whole time yeah, yeah. So have I. I didn't want to <laughs> chew in the mic you, craig. yeah i, I oh, mean there, listen there's as you know there's only so much you can ask when when these wins just or these losses keep stacking up, and the same problems arise. Uh, Andre Chernyi talked a bit about we 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 dove into the offense a little bit what he's seeing there, and of of course they were they were producing chances, mm-hmm. but he, he talked about some of the things that you were mentioning earlier when when guys aren't putting pucks in the net they start to do some things that they probably shouldn't do like passing open oppor- opportunities because they're not feeling confident. He's seeing things like that obviously. Uh, they're, so they're, they're just not finishing right now. They are generating offense. He likes what he's getting out of the structure. He thought the issues were defensively tonight because, as we all know, the Coyotes aren't going to win 5-3 games. No. They have to win low-scoring tight games. So they can't have mistakes like we saw on that one goal where it was literally a two-on-five. And as he said, there were three mistakes on that goal. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's no system that can defend against that, that sort of uh, level of mistakes. So... You fall into a hole. You don't want to. You don't want to give up the first goal. You don't ever want to be chasing if you're the Coyotes, and then they just pour it on. Have you heard one of the questions that came up while you were gone was talking about Galchenyuk, and it's a name that potentially could add some offense sure. to this team. Do you have any update where he's yeah, at? He's skating on his own back here in Arizona, so so it's, it's a good sign. Yeah, I, I mean, I could see him coming back. I, I think what they initially said it was about four weeks, um, so he should be close to returning. Yeah. Um, we got some. Other updates as well. Kyle Kyle Capabianco skated today. He could join the team really soon, maybe as soon as Anaheim. We'll see how that goes. Um, unfortunately, they lost. Nick Schmaltz is out for like three to four weeks now, and I, I don't know yet what changed because he was originally yeah, he was close. Hmm. He was listed as day to day. Yeah, when he got injured in that, I think it was the Florida game, right? When they they lost everybody, was that when it was? Yeah. Um, and now it's three to four weeks, and I don't I don't know what changed it. I'm trying to get more information on that. Ryan Dezingles out another one to two weeks, so. They're without and we're a couple not talking guys. that these guys are uh, going to tear up the league standings and points and goals, but Nick Schmaltz is an offensive guy. Yep. Zingle has scored in this league he before, too. He can bring too. speed, too, right? And, so you yeah. can create that way. And Galchenyuk's another guy. So injuries are playing into this, for sure. I mean, is it is it why they're losing? No. I mean, yeah. it, there's way more to it than that. But yeah. could it help the offense? Absolutely. Yeah. And is Bianco, even if he's healthy... Like he's got to have full speed practices. I mean, he hasn't. He's been hurt since training camp. Yeah, like yeah. he's not ready to jump into a game. I don't think. But. Yeah, I, I can't imagine that happens in Anaheim. Like, I'd be surprised if it happened this weekend. But after that, maybe they get him back in. I don't know. Depends on how he looks. But as far as the offense, I mean, 
it only gets you so far when you say guys are creating offense, they're creating chances. Yeah. I mean, listen, this is in a league where you get to measure yourself on the chances you recreate or expected goals. And it's a really good stat, by the way. It's one of my favorite analytics because it generally is pretty true to how a guy's playing and producing. But Clayton Keller's gone cold over the, over the, the latter part of this road trip. Uh, they weren't getting anything from Schmaltz when he was in the lineup. They're, they're just not getting offense from guys who need to produce. Well, Phil needs to score. Yeah, Phil, Phil needs to score. I mean, yeah. there's not score. a lot of options on and, this team. I mean, so. And like we said before, Chikrin still doesn't have a point. Jacob Chikrin doesn't have a point. He had six Barrett shots Hayden. tonight. Look, Barrett Hayden's up here not just to play good two-way hockey. He, Barrett Hayden needs to produce points. And he's between two of their offensive And it's the leaders. line that's had the yeah. most opportunities. Um, on that subject, there was a question... Uh, where did it go? Oh, will these losses destroy the development of our long-term prospects and best and best players? So I guess that could go for both Hayton on the one side, but also, I mean, Chikrin. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, but we've said right that all mind. along, and we said that that's part but of the reason. But not just Hayton, like Chikrin and Keller. Like, is is it going to destroy is, them too? I mean, this is what happened in Edmonton. I mean, mm-hmm. we're, we're 10 games into this tank scene, right. so we're a long way from just seeing where these people's careers end up. Edmonton learned to lose, period. They had the four first overall picks in six years and still lost. Mm-hmm. So that you need to draft well, which they did. They had the best player in those drafts. But then you have to teach these guys how to prepare and to win and not be selfish players doing it for their own individual stats. That's hard to do when you're losing. Yeah. And it, 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 Jacob Chickren's a fantastic example. Last year, led the National Hockey League in goals by defensemen. Doesn't have a point through ten. Not a point. That's crazy. Unheard of. That is a crazy, crazy stat. stat. Nobody would have predicted. No. That. Yeah, that's what we were saying. The good news, I said before he came in, he's got five shots on goal tonight. He's yeah. minus sixteen. Yeah. So what's that doing to his development, his confidence, yeah. his like? Does he get up in the morning, look at himself in a coyote sweater, and go, "Oh, this is awesome. Let's go to work again today." Like I, I don't know. That's hard to do. Yeah. Like at some point. I, I, and I keep saying trades, guys, are guys going to start saying that? I want to get out of here. And that's not the environment you want to create. That's not what you want to have two, three years down the road. You want to have guys going, okay, we're losing right now, but I see it. Yeah. I see where this is going. You can't see anything I now. see the hope. And now, Mm-mm. can't see the hope right now. No. And so is that what's next? Is it oh. guys going, is it Keller? Is it Chikrin? Is it Fisher? Is it, you know, Kraus going, hey, I want out of here. Like yeah. uncle, I want out of I want out of Arizona, and I don't know. I'm not I'm not trying to rain on the parade. Ten games in, we still have seventy two to go. Um, <laughs> but at some point, is that what happens? And, and let me ask you this: if if that does in fact happen, and, and maybe it does, maybe maybe Bill Armstrong isn't wed to anybody on this roster. And look, we only thought he was wed to Jacob Chikrin initially, and you know who knows? Maybe Jacob Chikrin get traded too, but. Can you really start a franchise from scratch? I mean, if you're moving all those guys, it's basically what you're doing, right? Yeah, Yeah. I mean, you are an expansion team. Expansion team, but you're not getting, you know, you're not getting a dispersal draft where you get a player to choose from every team. You got to, you got to do it through the draft. Closest thing to that I've ever seen, though, Craig. When you when you took 14 guys and blew it up, yeah, that's where you were, right? And Keller, they would have moved if they could have. They couldn't move his contract. Kessel, they would have moved. They couldn't. Schmaltz, they would have moved if they couldn't. Like. Maybe not Hayton and maybe not Chikrin. Yeah. And that might have literally, for both teams, Tucson and Arizona, that might have been it, those two. And even Hayton, if you could have got the right price, you might have moved. 
I, there, there are so many missing pieces right now. Mm-hmm. And you could talk about two or three years down the road. I know it's the plan. I know this, you know, the right, the Bedard, all of those things could all fall into place. And we're still there four years from now. And we knew when we all agreed to do this show, we all knew this was going to be what the show was. We knew it. Like we said, this team is going to be this. And we, we signed on going, it's going to be hard days. Today's a hard day. I thought they played well. I thought they had offensive opportunities. And here they are 10 games in without a win. Is this is this where we bring in the uh, yeah it is the Aaron, is, is Aaron special ready? yeah oh oh rebuild reminder <laughs> I like the voice it's too. the voice the rebuild, rebuild. reminder rebuild you reminder. know what it's like one of those future sci-fi movies like <laughs> you'd get on the you know the white zone is for Logan. <laughs> yeah, it, it is isn't it wow actually moderately creepy now um, and that's what we're here for that's we all knew it. We yep. built the graphic rebuild reminder two weeks before the season started. We knew, the team knew, management, ownership, players knew. Players don't want to admit it. Coaches don't want to admit it. They know. They still have to go to work tomorrow. Now what? Like, what does Andre do now? <laughs> do you I watch really the video don't. of this game and go, okay? You know, he did say. You know, I asked him about the offense, and they and we've seen it. They've made some tweaks to what they're doing. They're they've introduced a little bit. As this road trip has gone along, and he, he likes what he's seeing, again, they are producing offense. There's only so much you can get out of this group, right? Yeah. They just don't have the finishers. That's the simple truth. You can you can tweak all you want. You're just not going to produce a lot of offense out of this roster, so you're going to have to do it the other way. Like we talked about, Vimelka's going to have to play out of his mind, which he he's done a lot, and you're just going to have to find a way get a couple goals in a game. They're, but they're not scoring at all. Yeah. 13 goals in 10 games. I mean, that's a that's a brutal rate. You're just not going to win games. Yeah, they're two games. in their last four. Yeah. Like the, and when you look at teams, like on the score sheet, Couturier, Giroux, uh, Konechny, like those are goal scorers. Yep. That's where they're going to show up on the score sheet. Even when they do start getting offense, and they'll score goals. Like we said, they'll win games. They'll score goals. It's 82 games. Things are going to happen. I still don't know where they're coming from. If it's not Phil Kessel and Keller and Chikrin, I, I don't know who it is. We're through 10 games already. Yeah. So, so winless in 10, what's the franchise record you were saying? <laughs> 11. 11. To start a season. To start a That's, season. So yeah, I've about... not looked at the winless streaks for franchise record for just any point in the season, but to oh, start a season. It, oh, franchise. Well, yeah, yeah, well, NH- NHL, NHL yeah, was 18. Yeah, th- uh, it's 15 to start a season. No, is but it 18 in, overall? 18 yeah. overall. Yeah. We'll have to there look we at go. the Coyotes one because there were two horrific ones when Rick Bonus took over. After uh, Bobby mm. Francis was let go, that was bad. And the Dave Tippett era, the 14-15 season. But I don't think there were any streaks Ooh, like 14, that 15. in the Dave Tippett era. Yeah. Bonus was one or two wins out of the last 20. Like, it was bad. Mm. But we'll have to go back and look. So yeah. there have been stretches where it's been bad. And we talk a lot about the 17-18 season when they did go the 11 to start a season that actually ended in Philadelphia with uh, uh, an overtime goal by um, Alex Goligoski. Yep. Goose gets the overtime winner and, and gets Rick Tockett his first win as a head coach. But even that season, when you look back at the 17-18 season, there were points, it would go right to the first game. They should have won the first game. Four to one with five minutes left in the second. You know, Louis Domingue with less than a stellar goaltending effort. They lose that game. There were points in that 10-game streak that... Oof. They had leads, they had goals, you thought they could. And even after Christmas, when Antiranta got healthy, they went on a huge run. 
Like yeah. they were one of the hottest teams in the league for two and a half months. Yeah, and that's true. Yeah, I don't know if that can happen with this. Uh, no, I, I don't think this roster is as good as that roster. You remember how good they looked in that opener in Anaheim? Yeah, they should have won that game. That yep. Louis Domingue lost them that game. Yeah. Uh, they, they did they not look, look good in the opener fast. this they were, year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that's the problem. Yeah. They, that we talked that that game alone. Duclair and Domi both scored. They both scored with speed. Mm-hmm. And you said, "Wow, this team's going to score goals." Yeah. Even that first game, they got four goals. So, right, that team could score. They yeah. just couldn't stop anything. Like, yeah. that Until was Ranta came horrific. Back. Yeah. Until yeah. Ranta came back, they went Wedgwood. They got rid of Domingue. Wedgwood came up on waivers. Oh no, they traded for him when we were in New Jersey. They got Wedgwood. <laughs> yes. the, the, the point is. Yeah. There were some offensively talented players there, and they did lose those shootouts, 7-5, seven, 7-6. Seven, there were games like that. This team's not scoring five goals. Nope. I, I don't know where that's <laughs> going to come from. And all three of us sat there with our players to to lead the team in goals and points. We're not doing so good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And our guess that's is because no one's scoring. And There's our guesses no for what those numbers would be are also probably not looking good. And Craig, when you were out of the room, we said that uh, they, DraftKings actually took the Coyotes off the futures. Yeah, <laughs> for points. Can't even bet on for them. points on a season. Yeah. They had them at 65 uh, as a season total points. It is no longer available as a bet. They didn't lower the points. They took them right off the board. How often does that happen? I've never... I, I don't know. I'll have to... I don't know either, but we were just saying that DraftKings is right on it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> right so on it. you are no We need longer, to ask that question. You can no that's crazy. them. No. Just uh, following up on Nick Schmaltz, it was just a, a matter of doing a further evaluation. I don't know what the injury is, but doing a further medical evaluation, they obviously got more info and and that's found so more he's trouble back here. Then found more trouble. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So three to four weeks. Are they? They're not skating tomorrow, are they? I don't know for certain. Yeah. I actually haven't seen the uh, email. Yeah, I from think Greg tomorrow was a full day off. Oh yeah, yeah. In fact, they yeah they had planned to take the day yeah, off. Full day so. off tomorrow, and then they'll skate Thursday and then fly Hit the road to Anaheim yeah. for the. Last game of this weird road trip. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Start of a back-to-back. Yeah. Well, we've been talking a lot for pretty much the last week. When do we think the Coyotes are going to get their first win? And if any of you do, you can bet on the Coyotes to win on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Or you can just keep betting against them like yeah. many people have it's been coming. doing. It'll come. And if and I'm sure when it does, people will be making money on, on betting that because the... The Coyotes are always underdogs oh, yeah. on DraftKings Sportsbook. So make sure you check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code PHNX when you sign up. Bet $5 on an NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you'll get your $200 in free bets. And then you can guesstimate along with us when you think the Coyotes' first win will come. And you can make some good money with those free bets. Are we... Uh, any other last thoughts on the hockey? Because I know we want to we want to talk about <laughs> some other stuff. Yeah, and it's not like, like we, we appreciate everybody coming in for the group therapy, but pack therapy. We're hockeyed out right now. Like that's it. Like what else can we say? They can't score, and they lost again. Did Milka plays well? Yeah, we literally could we could just replay our shows and take a week off. <laughs> just yeah. like. Over Vimelka played well. They couldn't score. Vimelka is our DraftKings king of the game. Yeah. I wonder how yeah. long it would take for people to notice <laughs> which game we were even talking about. Oh, my about. God. So, <laughs> just have a voiceover. No, <laughs> but have a different tone and then say, Craig, you got to write uh, Edmonton. I, we're not going to answer Sammy D's question, but you're going to have to tell him it's coming in a story. Did you hit the, the one Sky you just, Harbor? Yeah, the Sky Harbor. Issue. Aaron just shuffles through these so fast. <laughs> so many. <laughs> they say, why isn't Sky Harbor really a concern? It's a red herring. It's really not a concern. They the Coyotes were not even allowed to address the issue at that meeting. They, the meeting was held without them. They they have a plan in place. They're willing to work with with the airport. This is 
This is such a red herring. This is politics, folks. Think think about which parties out there might not want to see this arena get built. The city of Phoenix might be right at right at the top there because they have a competitive arena downtown where they don't want to see events taken away. So they're playing hardball right now. This kind of stuff happens all the time. I do not think that the airport is an issue that is going to prevent the Tempe Arena from being built. You heard it here first. Well, uh, Craig, what I really want to know from you yeah. is how was the haunted house? <laughs> let's go back to Halloween. Okay. Let's, let's, so I'm starting with Halloween. Yeah. We're going to get everyone's Halloween stories here. Okay. Let's start with mine. First of all, my wife really likes Halloween, and you should see the way our courtyard is decorated. There's webs everywhere. There's spiders. There's there's a cadaver hanging in the webs. I mean, it is crazy. And then we have this skull that she puts outside, and there's a wire that goes inside, and she can talk into it and make the mouth move. So when everyone comes to the door, she greets them through the skull. Wow. And she, she she goes on probably for too long. I'm sure there were some kids who were like, just open the door and give me some candy already. But they had to have a conversation with the skull first. <laughs> so that's one side of it. Meanwhile, I'm at Scarizona for their trio of haunted houses with four teenagers. And they're all like grabbing my shirt, all hiding behind me. I'm running point through all of these <laughs> houses. Point. I am running point. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was good, by the way. They had three very different experiences at Scarizona, but... You know, like I said, I was taking all the heat. And you survived it yourself. I you did survive, fine. yeah. <laughs> Who, so thank crushed. goodness. My eardrums, too, from all the screaming. Oh, my Dad God. of the year. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was fun. No, you're up. Oh, I'm up? Okay, so I was tired, so I stayed in, and I was like, I want to watch a scary movie. So, by the way, I'm home alone. <laughs> I watched, Good idea. <laughs> I, wa- I watched The Conjuring. Did you watch Scream? I watched The Conjuring for the first time. I've never oh, seen it. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, by myself. I get through it. You know what? I was like, that wasn't so bad. So then, after I watch a movie, like, I always go and read the facts. I didn't know that this was like based on a true story. So I'm like reading about that online. And as I am, this is true. The lights in my apartment flickered twice. (laughs) I I am sitting here today alive, but I'm just saying (laughs) I was terrified. So you stayed at your mom's? No, I I was at my mom's. You stuck it out? Scary home alone. No. You stuck it out? You didn't go home? I did not go home. I might have. All right, Petey, tell us about the contest. Well, the contest we won. Craig talks about his decorations. My wife, <laughs> crafty. Everything was at duct tape, wire, and Joanne's fabrics. It was, yeah. So we won our neighborhood. Well, you got to describe contest. it. What did it look like? I don't like? know. She, I don't, I don't these, know. She, duct tape and wires yeah, sound like award winning. She should have brought pictures. She has, you know, those pumpkins you used to trick or treat in, those colored pumpkins? Yeah. yeah. So she took those, turned them upside down, put them on um, tomato. Do you know what tomato cages are? Sure. Those were the body of the witches. The pumpkin was the witch's head wigs witches hats and then the bodies you use um garbage bags and they all held hands <laughs> it's i'll tell you what it was really really cool because they were five feet tall it was really cool we had spotlights on all of them that was just one of the four settings we had so that was cool for me i told you that i don't want to talk to the kids <laughs> major success we the the candy was 15 feet away two tvs i brought out in my driveway we had baseball on and the vikings money like brilliant <laughs> Cooler with beer right here, 15 feet away. Did you kids. have your horns on? I had the horns on. Okay, beautiful. Every dad 
walked right up. What's the score? What's the score? <laughs> they didn't want to. So you so, talked to the dad. So you, yes. So this was your mistake is you didn't want to talk to the kids, but now you had the game. So you but I didn't have to. I couldn't tell you what any kids wore. I didn't, couldn't tell you how many kids came to think. Could, didn't care. Okay. No problem. One kid. It's a true story. And I still don't know if his dad is listening. I'm sorry. <laughs> this kid came up wearing a referee outfit with a baseball hat. Okay. Yeah. I love baseball. I love baseball. Great, because we clearly we do too. What's the score? He went, he goes, I'll be back. Sure enough, came back, sat down in the middle of our driveway, no. watching the baseball game with us. <laughs> complete strangers. Never seen this kid. Not from our neighborhood. No idea who this kid is. And he looks, well, you got anything to drink? What? <laughs> <we're> like, <laughs> yeah, but nothing, right. unfortunately, nothing for you. Yeah, I know it's beer. Well, yeah, okay. So my wife goes in, and gets him a bottle of water, sits in our driveway and watches the baseball game. As, <laughs> as other kids are getting, I swear. No idea who this kid is. To no this idea day. who that kid is. Okay. No clue. Wow. No clue. Sat there and watched the baseball game with us. Like, what do you do? It's Halloween. <laughs> you can't say beat it, kid. Can you? <laughs> I mean, beat it. Well, if anybody could, you could. Yeah. I, know. <laughs> I thought about it, but I didn't. It was oh baseball. So that was my Halloween. All right, Aaron. Halloween. <sighs> You think about uh, which my... part you want to tell us. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. I'm trying to be quiet because the last time I um, I talked, people were complaining about their ears. Um, <laughs> so, no, my, my Halloween was good. I don't think my roommate realized how early trick-or-treaters go out. So I wasn't home from coaching until later that night. And the... And I don't think my roommate was home till like 6.30, so I think we missed a majority of uh, trick-or-treaters. Oh. But she was so excited to hand out candy, and I think there was maybe like 10 kids that came oh. to her. So now we just have a bunch of candy. Oh, we're, we're collecting them in the front yard. Even people like our neighbors go, who's the kid? We go, I we have no idea who this kid is. Somebody said that. that kid so it's, my hero. Kid it's your kid now. Just got up and left. So, <laughs> and I'm, I don't want to exaggerate. It might have been 20 minutes. And so my wife got him a water and he's sitting there. A guy came in. He goes, oh, I finally found you. He, and he's dad came and um, he just looked at us. He looked at his kid and he left. Okay. He left, left his the kid, kid there. Left the kid there. Yeah, left the kid there. He goes, I'm going to go to so-and-so's house. What? And he, he left and left the kid there. Oh that was it. I said, I'm not making so that So how did the kid get home eventually? He eventually, he eventually just wandered left. off. He just wandered off eventually <laughs> into like, the night by himself. Wandered I feel off like that's a real okay. life scenario when like your parents used to tell you like, oh, like if, if someone tried to steal you, they just drop you right back off. Like that's the yeah, real life like, scenario. Like we're the strangers. Like we, like what, like what do you do But it's here? like, don't talk strangers and don't accept candy, candy from strangers. Phone. And it was like he was doing yeah, right. <laughs> Ask him, well, you got anything to drink? Like, wait, wait, yeah, sorry, kid. We, we didn't have the right mix for you. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, oh, and when the candy God. wasn't good enough, we could talk about that last thing. Yeah. You got bite size, fun size, or full size. Full size can't afford. Who can afford full size candy bars? <laughs> Silverleaf, maybe. We're not doing full size candy bars. I thought I bought the fun size. I was mistaken. I bought the bite size. Oh, so I thought, yeah, rookie move. bad candy. The kid let me know that, by the way, because he said, hey. The one that sat with you? Oh, yeah. There was a house around the corner that had full-size bars and full-size What do we call this things? kid, by the way? Do you have a name? No, I, I, no. I've got the people some names People will come up with one, I'm sure. I'm not going to. No, and you know what? He's, he's a great kid. I'm like It's funny. He wanted to watch baseball. Yeah. Good on him. He was, a, he was an umpire Ooh, for Jacob Halloween. Jacob said they gave out full-size candy bars. Jacob Don't be is? cheap, he says. Wow. Ooh, shots fired. Jacob from the airport bar. <laughs> he said he's drinking a beer at the airport right now. So we gave out full-size candy bars to... 
the neighbor kids. Okay. The, the kids we knew. Fair enough. We, we reserved some bars for them. That's fair enough. But the rest got, yeah. you know, they got... What they, the didn't get, they didn't get bite-sized PD, I'll say I that. Know. So which candies did you guys choose to hand out, by the way, after I, you got such great advice from me? What did you give? I, I, I this did, is the other true story. I live story. in an apartment complex. The other true story, Craig? Traders. I went home. We had three bags of candy from different locations. I went through, true story, dumped them all out on the counter, took all of Snickers out, Almond Joy out, peanut M&Ms out, took them out. And you brought you. them to the studio tonight, and we were all <laughs> eating They're all, here, all the nuts out. Good for you. Yeah, I took all the nuts out. All right, well, that's Is enough. that a Manscaped read? Took all the nuts? Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Sad. Never mind. Skittles. Sad. All the nuts out. The Skittles, Skittles went like crazy. The Skittles were gone. You knew. Okay. Just saying. You knew. I, I all think, right. I we, think we've talked about it. Are we it? I think that. I think. Until Friday? I don't know what else we could talk about. Yeah. Well. Well, we got our podcast on Wednesday, so. That's true. That's tomorrow. Yes, so audio uh, audio podcast tomorrow. Yes, we'll be is. back with post games on Friday and Saturday. Um, Craig will be here Friday, but he'll be at the game Saturday. Yep. Um, so tune in for both those. Follow us on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes where you can um, vote in polls <laughs> about goaltender nicknames mm-hmm. um, and follow each of us on Twitter at Craig S. Morgan, at Liam Merrill, at S. Peters Hockey. Petey got a shout out on the Bally Sports yeah. broadcast today for his keys Red of the game. Keys of the game on air on Bally. Yeah, so uh, so he's ripped off our pole. Ripped off our pole. Ripped off their yeah. keys of the game. I'm just kidding. They didn't rip it off <laughs> Petey's keys to the game. Um, but uh, and then also follow PHNX Sports across all platforms, and of course become a member online on the website because that's where all the amazing written content is as well. So, on that note. We will um, be back with our audio podcast tomorrow and see everybody Friday after the Ducks game. And maybe, maybe. it'll be a Got a chance. You know, so it'll have to happen eventually. Have a good night, everyone.